molestando con una vipa, me pregunta si te quiero, yo te digo que no estoy lista y no quiero comenzar, no hay nada que empezar, yo te dejaré atrás, What is up, mi gente? This is your co-host, Luis Martinez, and this episode of Mi Gente Show is titled Barbie versus Oppenheimer Summer Battle. We had at Rosa Reviews, Rosa Parra from the Daily Cella on to talk about Barbie versus Oppenheimer, as well as some of the other films like uh, the Flaming Hot Cheeto movie and a couple of the things that she's been able to watch this spring in preparation for summer movie season. We also talked a little bit about whether Dom Toretto from the Fast and Furious franchise is Latino at all or enough because they keep changing his ethnicity in the films. We also talk about Sofia's new reaction show to the Coming Out for Love dating reality show called Wait What? And there were some Pride Miracles as well that happened. We also talk a lot about the Trump um, bathroom cases of documents situation and some other things that are relevant um, that were happening at the time when we recorded this about a week or so ago. So, hope you enjoy this episode. Hope to see you guys uh, out there in the movies this summer. Um, to see all the cool movies that are coming out, make sure you're following at Rosa Reviews and following her on the Daily Cella, um, at Sofia Car underscore, at Big Chief Burrito, and obviously at Mijenta Show everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, everywhere by following at Mijenta Show. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for subscribing, rating, all that good stuff. We're going live either Tuesdays or Thursdays to record our show, so you can catch us live if you'd like. If not, thank you very much for following the audio-only version. We love you, and as always, enjoy the pod. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, Luis Martinez, a.k.a. Big Chief Burrito, live with you on a Tuesday. Tuesday, baby. Mi gente show, live and direct from San Diego, Chula Vista, the South Bay, California. Coming mm-hmm. at you live. What's up, Sofia? Not much, Lou. Just chilling, chilling. Finally getting back on schedule, right? Tuesdays, our new Tuesday. day. Tuesdays is our new day. Yes. Yeah. How you feeling? Good, good. Uh, you know, we got we knocked the rust off last week. Got back yeah. on schedule. Um, you guys, thank you for tuning in live. Thank you for everybody that's listening mm-hmm. to the podcast. We're, we're we're back on a more regular schedule now after a brief summer mid spring hiatus. Yes, the yes. summer is coming up. Uh, you know, at least until your next vacation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which, by the way, personal news that got canceled. Oh, London got canceled. London got canceled. Yes, uh, I'll tell you more about it later on. But that's personal news. I am now searching for a new vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is cemented. I'll keep y'all. I'll keep y'all posted. Apply within. Ah, uh, wow. Well, you know, what? you just reminded me of uh, something that I saw that I think we should. I want to. I want to see if there's some videos on it. Um, Mm-hmm. but uh yeah. got a lot to cover today how you, how is yeah. your personal news good good uh let's see let's let's stick with it uh we got the dogs coming up here ba- uh, baxter shy girl they're getting older but they're actually they're in a good health spot right now so yeah i'm surprised but, they can still jump on the bed uh 
They're limber. <laughs> hey, uh, Vinziger, t- checking yeah, in. Uh, I want to tell you that I disagree with it. Um, no, no, uh, Vinziger. Um, what I what I meant to say about about Ranma is that I watched that when I was in Colombia, so I remember it as Ranma y medio, Ranma and a half, and it was dubbed in Spanish. So that's what I meant. As in, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a Latino oh. anime. It's just an anime that I watched. In Latino, in, in Latino, <laughs> that that uh, that that I did that. So thanks for gotcha. t- thanks for tuning in earlier. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Vinzinger. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, welcome. I uh, watched uh, Dragon Ball Z in Mexico in Spanish. So yeah. everything is like in Spanish when I think of Dragon Ball Z for me. Yeah, you know, and I I I, go, I went back and forth with like The Simpsons too. Simpsons in Spanish is yeah. a whole trip. Is a whole trip. Is a whole trip. Um, but yeah, that was that. Let's clarify that. Uh, uh, personal news. Let's see what happened. Um, Uruguay won the under 20 World Cup. So, what? Hell Uruguay, yeah! Uruguay campeón del mundo. So, uh, so that's uh, so that's so that's that was awesome. Didn't uh, know that. That's they awesome. played this past Sunday in um, the final against Italy. What? Oh, that's you didn't think to message me. I would have loved to watch that. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they won one nothing. Uh, the under twenty World Cup. So uh, was that the, the Israel flag? Was is it Italy or Israel? No, they 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 played Israel in the semifinal. Mm, gotcha. And then they played Italy in the uh, in the final on Sunday, and they won uh, one nothing. So so hell yeah. Okay, we love Uruguay. Represent. Love Uruguay. And uh, you know, um, you know, mi gente. Also, um, they give uh, Mbappe from France a lot of shit because he said there wasn't a lot of talent coming out of South America, soccer-wise. Mm-hmm. But Argentina wins the World Cup. Brazil won the Under Seventeen World Cup, and Uruguay won the Under Twenty World Cup. So, so, so <laughs> make it make sense, Mbappe. So suck it, Mbappe. Pendejo. <laughs> <laughs> getting into it early damn just in i retweeted uh, uh you know dogs mm-hmm. are my cause yeah uh yeah so we're live and alive up here uh talking about personal yeah so that was good so that was emotional for me obviously mm-hmm. uh growing up watching soccer with my dad and uh I, I watched the whole game here on sunday got really emotional uh, as I watched the final and celebrated in the house, my dogs were a little freaked out. Like, why is he jumping around? Um, <laughs> up Brian, why is he sobbing? Why is he sobbing? Why is he sad? <laughs> but it was, but it was actually good. So, so, so that was fun. Um, we and then we have some stuff to share for you, which mm-hmm. is the yes, the react, uh, the react show I've been doing. I collaborated with uh, OML.TV for. One more lesbian for uh, the react show for coming out for love and episode two is up. So there's going to be a weekly episode. Um, yeah. Episode two is up. So check it out. Now, my question about the title coming out for love is aren't most of these people already out? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you, you know, it could be coming out as in you're coming out of the closet. It could be you're coming out like coming over here, you know, coming to the show. I mean, it, it was right there. The pun was right there. Right. I will like- say you are wrong, sir, because a lot of us were not fully out out. Really? What? I know. I know I live my life very transparently, but I will say if you ask my family from like Rosarito, they don't know. They don't know. 
Um, so this is kind of like out and proud. Whoa, I just heard it myself. Dubbed yourself. Oh. oh, okay. So you're not a hundred percent. Not a hundred. I was, no, I wasn't. I mean, listen, I'm just very blatant about it. So if they don't know it's on them, but, uh, then there was a few, there was like two or three girls on there that, um, weren't out like at all, like zero. Really? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was literally their coming out party. Pretty much. Yeah. It's like, uh, we're going to send the link to your mom. <laughs> And that will be how I come out to them. <laughs> I just shared the link to episode two on OML there on YouTube for yeah. uh, for everybody else. Uh, let's uh, let's take a look real take quick. Take a here. quickie, quickie look. Let's take a look. Yeah. At Sophia's show. Good old look-see. <laughs> As you pull it up, uh, you know, everyone go. Oh, okay. I was going to keep talking. Oh, great, great still of me. Look so good. We're and welcome, welcome to, to the, the second episode oh, of Wait, Wait What? <laughs> the official <laughs> coming out for love reaction show, show. Season, season one. one. Today so we're gonna you be can, uh, recognize the background. Two. Yeah. Yeah, that was a few. There she there she is. Yeah, you get your makeup just, on point and then for the show. Yeah, thank you. And then I it's just me reacting. So tune in. I talk a lot of shit. That's the show. They're doing things, they're saying things, you know. Oh, that's oh, me reacting to cut, me. Cut, cut right to it, right there. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? I don't me? know. That was, was just a random. That was just a random, oh, random reaction. A, that's a triple. A look at how, look at how awkward I am. I'm like nervous. I'm like, hi, Amber. <laughs> I'm reacting to me reacting to me reacting. This is weird. This is this is reaction squared. Reaction squared. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Uh, we're reacting to Sophia on a show called Coming Out for Love that you can watch on OML and we have the link and I'll put the link in the audio description as well so you guys can check it out go support yeah, you can channels. actually watch it on comingoutforlove.com and use the code SOFIA all caps S-O-F-I-A to get 10% off if you do decide to purchase nice yeah code now, you, me you mentioned and it is Pride Month so you know we are getting gay all week um, and <laughs> all month but um, where do you stand on, like, the forcibly outing of celebrities? I know uh, Press Hilton used to do that more a lot in the day, like oh. the blind items, mm -hmm. things like that. Do you think um, as a net, even though it affects certain people specifically individually, it's a net positive for the LGBTQ community? Or do you feel that it's never appropriate, no matter what? good it does for the overall community to to put somebody's life out there mm -hmm. um ooh, that's a good question i i actually talked about this in i think the first reaction just because it came up uh, a lot of some of the girls were talking about being outed and um jessica clark the host said something pretty impactful she basically said um that being an out celebrity is a form of activism and i think that that's totally true i think that you get blacklisted or judged or you know maybe you get less opportunities if you are out and proud in Hollywood you don't see that very often um so I think that yay to those who are out as far as outing people forcibly I think that that's no that's like one of the worst things you can do because you know you, you can be leading someone to suicide you never know people this is a very sensitive topic and when people are not ready to come out you should never force them out caveat mm. There are some people in this world that are trash humans, like Steven Crowder. 
<coughs> who is <coughs> probably bisexual. <coughs> Just saying. Basically, he, he meant he said in it. He said he in the show it. that he, that he had the, the ugly bisexual monster coming out from college. Out of, yeah, exactly. Right? And so he obviously is a very conservative right wing like monster for people who don't know. So people like that, I kind of have less sympathy. My sympathy level goes down, and I'm like, listen, if you want to trash on him and call him out on his sexuality, go for it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge on that one because he does a lot of bad stuff for the world. So, okay. but yeah, no. In the in the general. It's bad to out people. That's my take. Okay. So I mean, not, not everybody leads a life as open as you. So it's obviously exactly. interesting to to. Not to, everyone to, is as uh, privileged to be able to, you know, and like in a safe state like California and stuff like that. So. Yeah, we're in a we're in a good place for a lot of reasons, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and as well as uh, for immigrants, for gay people, for Hollywood, for Latinos, for everything. It's it's a it's a nice place to be. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, especially when we do like uh, friggin' uh, Hellscape Watch, et cetera, and we see all the kind of diabolical shit that's going out across the rest yeah. of the world. So, yeah. So, exactly. um, let's see. Let's jump into some news then, getting into personal news. Uh, I wanted to bring this up, but uh, this is sort of sports related. But Lionel Messi, Ooh. speaking of soccer in Argentina, yeah. is, jo- is joining Major League Soccer. Is it official contract signed? He's with he's with MLS. Oh. He's go. He's he's uh, basically Lionel Messi, Barcelona player from when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, then he moved over to Paris Saint Germain for the last couple of years, right. and he had an offer on the table. Yeah, he had an offer on the table from a Saudi Arabian club. Everybody knows uh, Ronaldo went to play yeah. in, in Saudi Arabia, and he got like a billion dollars. Like a prince. Uh, yeah, so the, another player from Real, uh, Real Madrid just went to Saudi Arabia for like hundreds of millions of dollars, and he yes. got offered, I believe the last offer was $1.6 billion. Yeah, with the B. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine getting outed in Saudi Arabia. You'd be dead. Uh, yeah. But anyway, back to soccer. Another resident. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Messi turns down. Uh, Messi turns down one point six billion dollars. We love Messi. Although uh, I mean, listen, business is business. I'm sure they gave him something better, right? Right. Well, yeah. So the deal for Messi is going to be um, that he's going to come play for uh, Beckham's club in Inter Inter Miami. Mm-hmm. So he's he, it's Saudi Arabia versus Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, he gets a deal and a percentage of the streaming deal with Apple TV, who's going to be streaming MLS games. He gets a percentage of the Adidas, um, swag and Jersey sales. Right. And much like the deal that they did with David Beckham, he gets to buy into ownership of a club for a reduced price. So he could, so Messi could be an owner of an MLS club in the future where he'll be able to buy the club for like 25 million and and a club that you can buy a club for 25 million and it'll be worth four or 500 million in, in a few years. Yeah. So, so let's, don't don't cry for me, Argentina right away. (laughs) Uh, 
and it, he is t- turning down 1.6 billion, but he's also made hundreds of millions of dollars in his life, and uh, he he will be just fine. And his wife didn't want to go to Saudi Arabia, and when you got that much money, you have the ability to turn that type of money down. And he's it, don't cry for him; he's going to be just fine, just fine, because he's going to have ownership of a club, and he's going to be uh, playing in the U.S. And it's it's I think it's I mean I think it's a game changer for MLS because even though they've been growing for the last several years, this is the number one player in the world still. You could argue, mm-hmm. just coming off a World Cup victory. Um, you know, a player that could have been going to to play in Europe for another hundred million a year, but decided to mm-hmm. come play here. Um, which means, you know, what do you, what are your thoughts? I well, listen. I <laughs> so half of me is always like, I hate, like, I, I love the sport soccer, but I hate the politics and the money and the corruption behind it. So it's like a very conflicted side of me. But leaning into the sports lover of me. Uh, I, I, I love it. I love it. I think that if MLS can go bigger and he can possibly have a team, you know, I was very excited when Beckham got Miami. So that's pretty cool. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for soccer to become more of a presence in the United States um, because it was such a huge part of me in Mexico that I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And, what are your thoughts? And, um, yeah, I agree. I think that it's, it, 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 you know, MLS has been teasing about this for years. It's like if mm-hmm. they get the big star, they get the big star, they get the big star. They always get the star a couple of years too late. They always get the star like after their star has diminished a bit. They still got a name. They get these players that, you know, they either get like the players that are sort of fringe that do really well here, but aren't really that popular. Um, or they get the player on their downward trajectory on the back end of their career. So this is a guy that's still at the apex popularity wise. He's got like, I think he's, he, he's got 7 million or or 400 million followers on Instagram or something ridiculous. He's, 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 he's he's very popular. He's the most popular people on Instagram. He's he's the most popular player in the, he's the most popular player in the world still up to this day. So I think, and it's also great. Because we might be able to go see him play in San Diego in yeah, a couple of years because dude. San Diego is getting a major league soccer franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, dude. I'm so sad because I've given the Padres so much of my money and I'm like, oh, do I really want to start repping another soccer team? Like Cholos is right there. I love Chivas. Now there's going to be SD team. Oh, and the answer is yes. Because yeah. the wave, the wave is already doing amazing. And so I'm like obsessed and I'm like, fuck. No, there's going to be a male soccer team. Yeah, no, that's, I, I think that's, I think honestly, and um, Major League Soccer um, was founded in, um, what year did Major League Soccer start? Major League Soccer started, I think, um, in the like early 2000s. Beats me. Um, and um, I believe that, or 1996. Okay, 1996. But I was not, and this is going to be a, a first for me, I was not. Um, super attached to the first New York City teams, the New York City Red Bulls, because I didn't really, I don't know. And then New York City got a second team after that, but I was already living outside of New York. So even though I still root for like the Mets, the Jets, the Knicks, the New York City teams that I grew up on, Mm. I have no real connection to the to the teams that are in uh, MLS that are repping New York. So this will be yeah, this will be yeah, this will be my first San Diego team that I'm. You're gonna saying be you would go hard for San Diego? 
Yes, I am going to. Wow. I am going to. And I almost, and you know, I was like, man, LA Galaxy, LA yeah. FC, they're, they're, yeah. they're to LA, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like I said, the Red Bulls and then the other New York teams, they seemed, I don't know, for some reason I wasn't attracted to them because it was... I think you. I think it has to either be in the city that you're living at the time, or in your youth that you sort of pick up yeah, on that, right? Yeah. So I wasn't really too hard on that, but I am officially going to be jumping on the bandwagon, and this will be my first professional San Diego team that I'm going to be rooting for, hardcore. I mean, I That's like it when kind of exciting. Yeah, I like it when the Padres do good because it's always good yeah. when the home team wins. I like it when the Chargers do good, et cetera, et cetera. No, and I know. really hope eventually San Diego gets a basketball team. That's what I really hope San Diego Whoa, gets. Whoa, that would be cool. Yeah, I don't know, man. The rent is going to go up. I mean, it is. It's, it's the rent's already going up. <laughs> True. Yeah, We're in too deep here. San Diego needs a basketball team. They do. <laughs> I mean, Oklahoma City has a basketball team. Same. There's no excuse for San Diego. Right? Kansas has a soccer team. Who wants to go to Kansas? Yeah, San Diego finally got a, a, a soc- an MLS team. They've been teasing it for so long. Um, mm-hmm. So I really, really, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited too. Not excited to spend a lot of money on their merch, but I will. And I recently got into hockey too, so it's like... Oh. Really? Yeah. Who are you rooting for hockey-wise? So, okay, there's been people fighting over who my allegiance should go for. It's be- It was, uh, has always been... So I, I... Okay, Canada has a piece of my heart, but uh, my... Ex coworker was like, no, he tried to he tried to get me into the L.A. Kings, but I just my deep seated hatred towards L.A. is just too deep at this point. <laughs> so I just chose the Ducks. I was like, whatever. The mighty mighty Ducks. The mighty Ducks. Only I know they suck, but only because I went to Fullerton, and the Ducks also uh, I believe were the people that funded the San Diego like the minor league. It's uh, the goals. Yeah. So. Okay. You know, it'd be cool if the goals just if San Diego got their own hockey team, like you know, it was yeah, man. San goals, Diego needs but... to be San Diego needs to act like a big city. Yeah, what the hell? Let's do it. <laughs> we should talk to someone. <laughs> yeah, yes. The San Diego gente. So yeah, let's do it. We can do said it. the we two can... least uh like gente deportiva del mundo. How do you say it in English? I don't know. From us, sporty people, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're sporty, we're sporty. We're, we're sporty. I'm gonna play kickball in a week. Oh, I might join you. Do it. Is it too late or not? I'll send you the link. You'd be the I'm... only man amongst a bunch of lesbians. <sighs> like, I don't, I don't know if I'd be like invading your space or if I would just be like coming to have fun because I know so many of you. You, know, you you do know most of us, so might as well. Yeah, Why not? yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even know. I don't, plus, I don't know if the other, the other team would be like, hey. What's, I'm not very good. I'm not going to be like great. <laughs> it's not exactly. <laughs> like like we have one guy, and they're like, "Is he good?" Mm-hmm. What up, Scarus? Good up a podcast. What's up, bro? Good, man. Thanks for stopping by. We're talking yeah, yeah. MLS soccer right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, there, there were two major events that happened last week when we first started to go live. One of them was the Trump indictment. Indicted. Which allowed me to um, jump on this. <laughs> Wait, this. Uh, I, I, you know, sometimes you know, you just jump on the internet at the right time, mm-hmm. and um, you get to make the first comment on a on a thing. You know what I mean? It's like kind of like one of the ways that you can get. Yes. And Trump, you did not, did you? Uh, I'm trying to find it right now, but because uh, hmm. a lot of people were. 
So basically, comment though. No, I didn't get the first comment, oh, but okay. I just had, but it was, it, it was a very easy joke that was out there. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was literally, um, it was, it was an easy joke to make, which was, uh, Trump has been indicted on 37 counts against him and, 45. uh, 37, 37, 37 <laughs> counts. I already know the joke. So in, right away, I was like, in a row, <laughs> you know, <which> the, old, <laughs> the old clerks meme. Or he found out his girlfriend had sucked 37 dicks. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and uh, you know, try not to try not to catch any more charges on your way across the parking lot. So yeah. for a moment everything was right because the joke just told itself. It was like 37 charges. Like In that. a row. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was good. So uh the Trump indictment happened. Cyro, what's up, Cyro? We Cyro! We're back, baby. Better than ever. All right. So I'm that would happen. And then one other thing happened that we have to talk about. It was a, it was a Pride Month, Pride Week miracle, Pride Month miracle. All of your Pride prayers were answered. Yes. As the horrible, evil piece of shit that was Pat Robertson passed away so we got to give it yeah all right team both up all right team pat robertson it was a pride okay we are we are tasteless human beings we are celebrating the death of an evil evil man but listen it was terrible all right team pat robertson in a box in a box sorry yeah, we were doing lizzie's in a box too so we're not we're not listen it was happening <laughs> yeah um yeah listen this man lived to 93 okay that is 90 years too many okay <laughs> yeah uh, as an evil piece know. of shit all right let's so, uh, evil. so evil. we're gonna watch this quick video which is titled the horrible <laughs> things that pat robertson said on his lifetime in case you thought there was some good coming out of this man Robertson <laughs> has died at the <laughs> young, young age of The cause of death was that he was 93. <laughs> but in all seriousness, uh, his family confirmed that he has passed away, uh, but they did not give a reason for his passing. Obviously, he was there in age. Now, before we get to some details about his life, uh, how he became a prominent force within the evangelical movement. Why don't we remember him for who he really was? Vernon Hill. Sorry. What is this mac and cheese? Is that a black thing? It is a black thing, Pat. You might get AIDS in Kenya. The people have AIDS. You got to be careful. I mean, the towels can have AIDS. And the Bible <laughs> says, if any man will not work, let him not eat. Now, uh, that didn't say if any man will not work, let him go to the soup kitchen and let the government pick up the tab. Something happened a long time ago in Haiti. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. They said, we will serve you if you'll get us free from the French. I'm talking about (laughs) the cheating. He cheated on you. Well, he's a man. Okay. There are a bunch of people who are just bombs and if these people are out drugging themselves let them starve to death oh my gosh may rest in peace jenkins (laughs) yeah uh so yeah yeah and that that was light there was another one where he was like oh just beat your wife she's not listening to you she's not doing what you want just beat her just you know become a muslim beat her (laughs) what 
Patty, Patty, Robertson, what you doing? Yeah, he's just uh the towels have <laughs> the towels have AIDS. <laughs> Claudia held on to dear life of where he would go next, right? Right. It's like, oh the, I can't I still can't believe the 700 club is still like playing. It's still super like active and I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. 93 years. 93 years young, uh, may, you know, yeah. uh, if there is a hell, he'll know. Burn in hell. He, all, the, all the hell that he got to talk about, good for him. Mm. Um, yeah, that and then the Trump indictment, which was a 37 counts. Uh, today was indictment day, finally. They had all the things, and, and it's a it's a big clusterfuck. I think it's going, you know, the shit is going to hit the fan at some point here. Uh, they got people, crazy people talking about... Well, if he gets indicted, he's gonna be he's gonna make January sixth look like a picnic and all this other bullshit, you know. Okay. What he's, he's got espionage charges, he yeah. had he had to go back, and then he still has more stuff coming up because he still has the Georgia the Georgia thing where he was literally on a phone call asking for like twelve hundred. I just need to I just need to find twelve hundred votes, man. You gotta help me out. Yeah. You know? So Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. And the thing is, a lot of people, a lot of people get it confused and are like, he's being targeted unfairly. Biden also had documents, all that stuff. Like the thing is, a lot of presidents get documents while they're, you know, president. And then as soon as they're not, they give them back or they re- what is the what is the office that requests them? Um, whatever yeah. that office. Yeah. They 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 request the documents Present back. Records or something. Yeah. yeah official records, whatever the hell, but they requested it and you give it back. And so that's usually the etiquette. Um, a lot of presidents have done this. What Trump did was the, he didn't give them back. They gave him a warning. They, uh, they gave him, a uh, what is that? Thing? I'm, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. But, uh, they requested it like five different times and then they asked and then they got legal action. They were like, Hey, we're, he did give some back. But it wasn't even like a sliver of how much he took. Like if you look at pictures of where they found, like where the FBI took pictures of what they found, it was like boxes on boxes. They were all over his place in Mar-a-Lago. Some, yeah, in the bathroom. <laughs> in so, the bath, in the bathroom, well, and then the ba- these are these are like important documents, like sealed like oh look, my god look even speaker the speaker mccarthy uh was like uh, or whoever the speaker is he was like well how do you feel about and they're like well a bathroom locks uh unlike a garage because they're they're trying to give a uh, biden shit because he had <sighs> boxes in his garage yeah the bathroom locks from the inside inside sir from the inside in- you gotta inside. walk in there it's like listen this is like the best I, maybe trump just uh remember like before when you used to have to take a dump before cell phones and you'd have to like sit there and like read the back of the shampoo bottle. Yeah, or if maybe you, didn't you just bring wanted it, to go through them. If you didn't, yeah, like listen, <laughs> back in the day, play. pre-cell phone, when you needed to take a dump, you had to grab your sports section, mm-hmm. grab a book. Mm-hmm. You know, you needed to bring some sort of reading material with you. Uh, but maybe yeah. since he's not a big cell phone guy, he would just pop a squat, just open Got up some a box, yeah. grab open, and just start like, oh, uh, nuclear, Iranian nuclear secrets. Imagine like the documents that have like. Trump juices. Oh, why'd I say that? I'm sorry. I hate myself a little bit. Or what if you're just like, uh, like you're running around Mar-a-Lago and you're like, oh, there's a bathroom here, and you just like, just go, yeah. And they're so close to the toilet too. Like literally, you'd have oh. to like almost sit sideways because they're so close to that toilet, right? Yeah. You'd have to sort of like do a sideways mm-hmm. straddle 
to get Sub- in there. Subpoena. Subpoena was the word I was thinking about earlier. They they, they gave him. They asked kindly multiple times. Then they then they asked him not so kindly. Then they subpoenaed him, and then like he just kept ignoring. Is what I'm saying. So I'm like, this is this is happening because this man just thinks he can get away with everything. He's not being treated unfairly here. I like this one. Damn <laughs> She's a 10, but she stores documents yeah, in the bathroom. She's a 10, but, she's a 10, but she stores document, illegal documents like this. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. It's going to go to jail. Oh, no. This has to mean that he at least can't run, right? Like, he's, he's no, been charged. You can, you can run. You can run from jail, Sophia. You can run from what? jail. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, this he country. Can run, he, can run, he can run and be president from a federal prison. You know, the, the bar really, oh, Jesus, the bar really has fallen. Cause I remember, I remember being in elementary school here in the Americas and they would tell us, you can dream of it. Any, you, you can dream of being anything. You can dream of even being the president of the United States. And that was like the highest bar, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, what do we, what do we tell our children to aspire to? Yeah, storing documents not, in a bathroom, I guess. Let's, let's not shine a UV light on the, on that. On that, all those documents. Oh, you <laughs> what, Where are you going to get more of an explosion at, like a Motel Six or no. like a <laughs> there? Uh, yeah, yes. So, so it's funny. Yeah, and you, like you said, you you said it. The main difference, the main difference there is that um, Mike Pence had documents, uh, Biden had documents, uh, but when they were asked, "Can you give us those documents back?" they were like, "Yeah, sure. Here, you know. yeah, here you go." Here, 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 here they are. Oh yeah, my bad. You know we had documents. Oh, peace. Yeah, here, take, take them back. back. Take them back. We yeah. love it. It's truly just negligence, but it seems to be biting him in the ass. So that's nice. His followers truly are idiotic, though they won't care. They're going to defend him to the death. I think. But yeah, no. I, please, absolutely. They, they. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not fascism when they do it. It's not a crime when their guy does it. They're no. absolutely. They're they're absolutely in love with him, and they're never ever ever going to turn their back. They're, it's most important. Um, what's most important to them is that it's their guy, and they just at some point they bought into it. Look, um, and Trump even is sort of like, you know, he's great for ratings, he's great for content. You know, yeah. even in his last speech, he was like even talking about like the issues. He's like five years ago, you know, nobody five years ago. Trump was standing on stage with an LGBTQ flag. There was LGBTQ for Trump was a thing, right? Yeah. There was P there were then and 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 then even today on the thing, he's like, hey, I talk about taxes, I talk about this, nobody cares about it. I bring up the trans thing and people go nuts. Yeah. And so he's like, and he, he even he doesn't believe in shit except money, obviously. Yeah. So for him to just and he he says he says the quiet parts out loud all the time. He's like, I guess I got to talk about this trans thing all the yeah. time. You he's know? a true narcissist. I think he just like you know says whatever gets him claps, and then he's like, they love me, they love me. He's how old is he? Yeah, he's got to be near death. He's already, in the seventies. Right? He's in the seventies. Hold on, oh, damn. Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. Throwing throwing uh, <laughs> throwing the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> So, one of my favorites. Look, they're gonna try to they're they're the they're gonna run Trump, and they they're desperate. They're trying to change all the laws. We talked about the stuff, um, 
in Texas, they basically um, passed a law or a statute or something saying that the Texas Senate or Congress can disallow or disavow the uh, disregard the election results of a specific county, which happens to be like Houston, Dallas, like the biggest minority counties in the thing. Yeah. Uh, they basically admitted that uh, they this about here. This is here it is. This is the video that came out a couple yeah. of weeks ago um, where he's admitting that um, they rejected two million um, write in ballots or vote by mail. That would have essentially turned Texas blue. It's um, certainly critical to my state, and that's why we fought off these 12 losses we had them. Houston, we had him in San Antonio, we had him in, in Austin, we had him in the counties where you have the most liberal judges. And it was a concerted effort nationally with lots of money going into it. And just knowing that we had 12 losses that we had to win. And if we had lost one of them, like if we lost Harris County, Trump won by 620,000 votes in Texas. Harris County mail-in ballots that they wanted to send out were 2.5 million. Those were all illegal and we were able to stop every one of them. Had we not done that, we would have been in the very same situation. We would have been on election night. I, I was watching election night, and I knew when I saw what was happening in these other states that that would have been Texas. We would have been in the same boat. We would have been one of those battleground states that they were counting votes in Harris County for three days, and Donald Trump would have lost the election. It, it's, um, Why is he proud? What? Because this is disgrace now impeach former uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton, oh, um, who was so fucking who's so fucking uh racist and uh so corrupt that uh even republicans voted to impeach him in texas so, wow yeah Beautiful. even republicans voted to impeach him in in texas which is Damn. He done fucked up. <laughs> yeah yeah the other way that they're gonna try to battle this is by trying to avoid getting young people to vote this was something that happened uh you know uh, raise the voting age to 21, bring back the draft. Gen Z is a disaster that requires emergency correction. So okay. they want to try to make Come it on, Gen for, Z. For, for, for college students to vote. Yeah. Well, it's Gen Z and, and boomers are having a battle on TikTok. It's hilarious. And millennials and Gen, Gen X are just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll see if I can find it and send it to you, but it's fucking hilarious. What are they? What are what are they? What's the fight about? It was no, it's just a TikTok of a lady that was like stand up comedy, but like she she said something about like oh Gen Z they don't know how to write letters, they don't know how to write in cursive, they don't know how to like all the listing off all the things that basically have died, and they were like. <laughs> They were like, "Call me when you know how to update your computer. Call me when you know how to whatever." Like, they everyone just like PDF file, yeah, PDF file to yeah. (laughs) It was great. It was just like, dude, like, what do you say? The youth are are rude, rude people. Like, you're dying off. You're dying off. Look, yeah, it's not going to matter in the end. Like, this is just like you know, uh, rage against the dying of the light is essentially Mm -hmm. what it is. Um, Let's see what do we got here. Yeah. So uh, we are covering those things. Uh, R.I.P. Bozo, Pat Robertson, uh, 37 counts of indictment. Um, what do you guys, I'm trying to find a link here for the, a couple of things that we need to promote as, as we get forward. But if anybody yeah. else, uh, what else happened? So, oh, okay, here you go. So 
this is just I thought was funny. Um, so I uh, Adobe uh, Premiere is is starting to play around with a with AI. Oh. So I specifically wanted to if you if you looked at the our 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 thumbnail mm-hmm. um, is partially created by AI. So what I asked AI to do was. Uh, this is what I what I I asked for. I said a studio for podcasting for two people. I wanted an image like this. I said a studio that is set up for podcasting for two people with two microphones and a big rainbow background because I wanted like a like a like a pride right right. Okay. So this is the first image that AI created after I said that. What the. Fuck? <laughs> Yo. Not gonna right. lie, I kind of like. It. <laughs> no, I mean it's. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty good. No, Wait, that, why is there one microphone in the middle? Yeah, one microphone in the middle, two headphones, uh, two what? bottomless sort of tops of people here. What are the tripod situation like? What are the corner tripod thingies? Those I think are headphones. Those are headphones what? on tripods. Those are headphones on tripods. Okay, and then one uh, microphone, and one big mic in the middle. These people don't have bodies. They don't have bodies and they're sort of, I don't know if they're twins or they just decided to dress the same. Are they on the table? Are they in front, behind, hovering? They're 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 hovering. hovering. They're hovering. All right. (laughs) Then it it made me this one. Oh, artsy. A little bit better, right? This this one has just a bunch of microphones. It was like microphones, microphones, rainbow background. Yeah. And then essentially I used a little bit of this one. But this microphone. Oh, I do like that one. But that microphone this, is like attached to nothing. Th- yeah, this is just a floating microphone. <laughs> this part here. Microphone. So this is the one that I used as a base for our thumbnail for tonight. But I just thought, you know, ah, I yeah, liked so. it. Yeah, it's not horrible. Not horrible. It is trying. It's doing. It's doing a solid job. Solid. Uh, yeah. Right, so that's what's up in AI. All right. So, so we got a couple of other things happening, uh, and then um, what have you. But um, before we get too far into this, um, we also want to talk a little bit about entertainment. Mm-hmm. So as I get a few things here set up, let's go ahead and bring on our entertainment correspondent. Let's do it. You love her. We love her. She's a Let's welcome Rosa Parra to the show. Rosa. Rosa. Hey. What's up, baby? How you doing? Been a while, man. It's been so long. We missed you. I missed you. Oh, I missed you guys. Sophia's not allowed to take uh, any more vacations, Rosa, because we, no. we, we were itching the pod and she was up <laughs> prancing around Europe. La, la, la. It was great. <laughs> how, how was it? Oh, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Too short, but you know, that's all I got the funds to do. So yeah. (laughs) How was, how was life over here? Time flies when you're having fun. Oh yeah. Um, it's been great actually. Uh, a lot, a lot of movies been coming out, a lot of TV shows, but just recently covered La Liv, the Los Angeles Latino International Film Festival had the immense pleasure of moderating two panels uh, for Q and A's and man, it's a blast. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rosa's doing big things out there. How did you get that hookup? What was the thing? Did you just? Did <laughs> yeah. you just uh, they were just like, hey, you man, know, we, we need, we need, some, we need Rosa. She, she's 
Rosa, come on. She can get another. No, yeah, sabes que? There's times where you just Ooh, have to like present her. and like push yourself. And uh, all I did, and I kid you not, was send them an email because I I was approved for press credentials to cover the festival. Beautiful. So then I, I don't know, a little voice inside me said, you know what? Just tell them that you've moderated panels before and if they need anybody or anything that you're willing to do it. And that's what I did. I emailed them offering my services. <laughs> and yeah, the next day they were like, well, we we have two panels that Amazon would be interested in you to uh, talk to the cast. And yeah, one of them was with love and the other one was Primo. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. That is amazing. So yeah, it was Man, it's still surreal. I I'm seeing oh, yeah. those photos and it's surreal. Wow. Nice. And when did you moderate for Anna Lydia? Because we've had I've had her on my show before. Was yeah, Anna Dude, it was when she had her her short film. I think it was Lola. Uh yeah, it was yeah. years back. It was like right at the beginning of the pandemic. We had we screened it at the festival as well. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she was one of the very few first people that just was very forward and no BS with that woman. And and then she tells it like it is. And yeah, one day she's like, well, if you want to moderate, we're going to have a virtual screening of it. And a lot of the supporters are going to be there if you'd like to moderate the thing. And I never thought that I was getting into film criticism to do it, just moderating or do any of that. I just thought I was going to be behind the, the screen and criticizing and, <laughs> and, and spewing my venom, but not necessarily showing my face. <laughs> <laughs> and you no, know, when it was offered, it was just a challenge and just getting outside of my comfort zone that it's had a ripple effect. And if you would have told me, back then that I was going to be talking to some of the most talented people out there. I would have like my little brain would have exploded. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Nice. Oh. nice, nice, nice. Well, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about what's been happening and, and what's got, what's, what's coming up in the world of film good. and TV. Let's talk flaming hot first. I just finally got to finish watching it on Hulu the other night. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I liked it. I liked my, my, my thoughts on it was that it was very well made and that the thing that I liked the most about it, because it was, it was basically, I don't want to say that it was like the, the Queens biopic, like tell retelling of somebody's life. Uh, because obviously um, he's an important person in marketing and sales and stuff like that. And they sort of, you know, they, they do sort of romanticize a little bit, but the thing that I loved the most about the film was that it was sort of in our voice, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, that it felt like like for Latinos by Latinos, right? You know, by, for Mexicans by Mexicans in, in a sense. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I recommend that everybody go watch it on Hulu um, because the numbers are good, but they could be better. But how do you, how do you feel about it, Rosa? What did you think when you watched it? I had a good time with it. Um, I, I very much enjoyed it. And yeah, it's... Dude, I think Eva Longoria did a, a really great job directing this feature right? film. Yeah. Was this her first uh, time directing, Dana? Uh, feature film, yes, because mm. last year at Sundance, mm. I saw her directorial debut with a documentary, um, La Guerra Civil, which mm. chronicles the boxing rivalry between Julio Cesar Chavez and Oscar de la Hoya. Um, it's a great documentary. I don't think it's been um, 
acquired yet. So hopefully after Flaming Hot and now with, with everything that's happening, hopefully she can get that documentary out there. But you know what? I, I liked it. I, I had a good time with it. No, it's not a perfect film. Um, so some of the dialogue and some of the writing, of course, this goes down that, that, that cheesy cliche route and it's mm-hmm. supposed to and it's part of the genre i guess um but i i do know what you mean when it when you say that is it is made by us um because there's some little pieces of nuggets whether they're cultural references or just the way you express yourself or the way um you say something or deliver something that just feels like okay i have somebody or i know of somebody who says this or or, or says that or even myself right and certain little pieces like I'm going to be completely honest, like towards the end, uh, you've already seen the movie, um, when just uh, writing your name appropriately and having the little tilde on top of the end and making it that enye and just having that there is just so powerful to me. Mm-hmm. To For somebody to actually pronounce your name accordingly, it's a big deal. So it's something that only us would know, like, you have no idea how many times my name has been mispronounced. Cause Perra. Yes, soy Perra. Y... Look, look, yeah, absolutely. As somebody who, when I first got to this country, uh, was bastardized as Lewis in school. Uh, you know, I was called Lewis in elementary and junior high school and high school. Um, my whole life until I moved to San Diego. And this is where I, where I felt, cause I think in New York, the Latino and the, the minority cultures were all sort of blended in together a little bit. It was, it was more like a New York culture than a Latino culture, I think. Yeah. Uh, but when I got here and I met, um, you know, somebody that uh, a friend of my mom's and and he was like, Luis. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's Luis. Yeah. And then from that point, he's like, yeah. So just tell people like when they pronounce it. And even to this day, I was having a meeting with some people, some Latinos in there. And then during the meeting, they were just, they could call me Luis. And I was like, Lou, Luis, Big Lou, Fat Lou, Louis, just not Lewis. That's it. <laughs> you can pick a, a bunch of things, but not Lewis. There's no O in my name. So Lewis. I that hundred that a hundred percent uh tracks, Rosa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotta be mean, you. yeah. They can say Timothy Chalamet and Sorcha Ronan, but they can't say Louis, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorcha Ronan, exactly. Like, come on, you can say that. We can say Carrillo. Yeah. yeah, and it also um, felt like because uh, we we got robbed of uh, of the uh, MCU Luis recap, uh, and <laughs> they didn't put him in the new Ant Man movie for some fucking reason. And it did sort of have like this feel of like if he was sort of telling the story, sort of that you know mm-hmm. that that MCU feel as well. Yeah, yeah, those sequences were hilarious. I absolutely yeah. love them. Yeah, those are like the best parts of, of those movies. And then, and then they like decided not to. And then everybody was like, we should get a whole recap. And they were like, <laughs> no, you get nothing. You get one show at a time, one movie at a time. Stop yeah. asking for more. Uh, all right. Tell me a little bit about Primo. We talked a little bit about it, uh, that it's on freebie last week. Yeah. And I started watching it, but I haven't been able to binge it all the way through. What are your thoughts? I loved it. I've seen it multiple times. Really? Uh, I guess seven <laughs> times already. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you should I say it? the number? Should I say the number or not? You should always it's say hilarious. the number. Hilarious. <laughs> this is from the woman that went to see hilarious. Top Gun like 18 times. That's what it was. It was Top Gun, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's mm-hmm. me. 
guilty. Um, you know what? I absolutely love Primo. I, it's one of the funniest uh, shows I've seen in a very long time. And it's just so sharply written. And, and, and it's not because, yes, I moderated the panel, Q&A, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's because it generally feels um, also authentic. Um, and it's also by Latinos. Pero it doesn't necessarily um, hammer you over the head with, yes, look, we're Latinos, we're, we, we are Latinos, Mexican food, Mexican-Americans, blah, blah, blah. It's more of the familial dynamic and, and, and having a group of people coexisting under the same roof, regardless of their philosophies and their ideas and how they approach life and, and, and so on and so forth. So, man, it's hilarious. I absolutely loved it. And I cannot recommend it enough. Go, go, go check it out. Cause it's, it's, it's heartfelt. I, I, there's various sequences where I'm laughing at one time. And then within a couple of seconds, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm about to cry. What, what's going on here? It, it's just well balanced with humor, but also, um, I, I'm I'm emotionally invested in these characters, and it's uh, it's unexpected at times because you you don't expect to be emotionally moved by people just simply either paying tribute to somebody who passed away, and um and in a such a serious moment they throw in a few jokes, but yet they still manage to make it um, emotional, which is rare to balance those two things. So, yeah, I absolutely loved it. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I queued it up and I started watching, but then I got I had a bunch of stuff happening. So I, I definitely like right away. I was like, OK, this is going to be good. I, I'm just saving it, but I'm definitely going to binge it. So if you had a question last week about um, is there any LGBTQ representation in the in the in the show? Oh, yeah. In the show. Yeah. And Primo? Mm-hmm. Yes. Just out of curiosity. Uh, I don't know. No. no. That's hmm. okay. Okay. We'll, I didn't, we'll I didn't catch you enough two. in the beginning of it, but we'll be watching. <laughs> no, it. I don't think so. No. It's a show, yeah. right? So there's going to be multiple seasons. Hopefully it gets, if it gets picked up. Really. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully. We got to, we got to support it. We got to watch it. Yeah. And it's, you yeah. know, it's, like it's, bad it's on freebie. It's on freebie. So you can definitely watch it. Okay. Polly says no, no, no representation. <laughs> nope. Short answer. All right. Well, yeah. thanks. <laughs> I've been watching the Queer Ultimatum. So, you know, quality, really high quality television here. It's Pride Month. I had to prioritize that. But Primo's coming right after. I'm almost done yeah. binging it. All right. We want to, we're going to keep talking here with Rosa for a little bit, talk a little bit about With Love, Spider Verse, and a couple other things happening in entertainment. Oh. But I did want to take a second uh, since Cyro's in the chat. Cyro, what's up? Cyro works for the Humane Society here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big, uh, I'm a don't, I'm, I'm somebody who supports all causes, types of causes for animal uh, support, uh, rescuing animals, et cetera. So I'm putting the link in her chat to her personal donation page. It is the time of the year where this uh, Humane Society uh, is uh, asking for donations um, for the all the work that they do. Uh, they do a lot of great work in San Diego. I support a lot of animal charities, including the Humane Society, including the one that I work with personally. We save the puppy.org as well. Um, and look, this is my cause. This is one of my personal causes, animal abuse. And the fact that even though we've known for a long time that we need to spay and neuter our animals, people still don't do it. I believe that in the cultures, uh, people of color cultures and Latino, uh, African-American, um, 
Asian, Indian cultures. We have a weird relationship with animals. Um, and sometimes we feel that they are lacking something in their lives if they're uh, not having to be the ability to be parents. Dogs aren't parents. They give birth. They're annoyed by their puppies. And that's it. Um, so we need to change the way that the Latino culture and, and, and minority cultures think about animals. And we need to realize that that it is that important that each of us takes it into ourselves. And then we have dogs. They don't they don't they're not missing anything by not experiencing motherhood. All right. They're not going to have the joy that Rosa had last week when she got to take, you know, go to two different graduation ceremonies. You know what I mean? They don't they don't need that. They just need to be healthy and loved. And a lot of the times we see all these videos that that have these rescue organizations that go out and they find the puppy on the side of the road and they do this. And there's so many good organizations and people that are doing incredible things that I think we get complacent and say, well, we don't really have to put that much effort into it because there's all these people and there's all these organizations and there's tons of them. Marley's Mutts, We Save the Puppy, uh, Humane Society. But the fact is, is all those people, all those organizations, all those nonprofits are overrun because so there's so many dogs. Dogs love to fuck just like you and I. There's so many dogs. There's so many extra people. So people that don't give a fuck, that don't care, that are out there. And uh, I personally am going to try to work with some organizations to do some PSAs for this in the future. Is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, but this is just one organization that we can help out, uh, that we can help out with right now. So check out the link in the, in the chat, um, and, and donate. If you don't donate to them, find an organization locally that, um, that, that works with animals and work within your own community and talk to people and spread that message that we don't need. We don't need dogs. Don't need to experience motherhood. They don't, you don't, don't put a human emotion onto an animal, get your animals fixed. Don't buy puppies off of Craigslist. We're never going to run out of dogs, but we can stop supporting puppy mills, Craigslist breeders, and, and, and do what we can personally to make sure that our animals aren't breeding and doing that. So Syra works for them. Uh, love you, Syra. Hope that it helps that adopt, adopt, don't shop, uh, Latino yes. slant. Yeah, I know Latino slant. I've, yeah. Um, I know you work closely with an organization as well. Um, if you guys ever need any help with anything like that, let me know. I'm always down to help. It is one of my biggest causes. So thank you. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your, your segment, Rosa, but I had this on the side and I wanted to just take a minute and, and, and give that link out for people. Speech. <laughs> <laughs> My little animal rant. Okay. Very beautifully said. We can get back to the show, show as we have dogs barking in the background. Yeah, that's my neighbor's dogs. <laughs> He's very cute. Hey, a rare, a rare W. Luis from Polly. Thank you. <laughs> uh, don't shop. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, all right, a couple other things here with Rosa. Um, let's talk uh, with love and Spider Verse. Yeah, so with love, that show actually does have <laughs> a private presentation. Um, it is currently streaming on Amazon. I believe season two is the one that this just came two. out. This is uh, Anna Tia Gloria, right? Yeah, Gloria Calderon, Kelly. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's Tia really Glo. good. Yeah, Tia Glow, and she, she, it, it's really good. Um, she, she plays uh, Tia. 
Hey, yeah, same fun. Hey. Um, <laughs> uh, she plays Thea. I forgot her name. Um, in the show, but she's so hilarious, and and it was fun, obviously talking to the cast. But the show is really good. Um, the show very much does uh, dive deep, uh, deeply dive into uh, the familial dynamics, but also it's not judgmental. Uh, it, it focuses more not necessarily on the trauma of, of these family members, but on how we deal with it and how to respect other people's viewpoints and take advice and, and so on and so forth. It, it, it's a really good show. Highly, highly recommend um, checking it out and it's streaming on on Amazon. And there's another season right. that just, uh, and you can do two full seasons right now, right? Because the first season came out and now this is season two that just popped off, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. I met Tia Glow a few years ago uh, for a panel that I moderated at the San Diego Latino Film Festival. Came Jesus. down for one day at a time. Um, mm. So I've been a fan of hers and she's a great follow on Twitter. She always gives a lot of great advice and stuff like that. So we have to support those shows, especially now. Um, because, and another reason is because since there's a WGA writer strike going on, mm -hmm. there's no productions happening. A lot of stuff's getting stalled. So the numbers right now for streaming are very important because we're right now, mm -hmm. decisions are being made. Fights are being fought as to the future of streaming, the future of shows. So if we can show out right now and these shows with love, Primo, this fool, uh, all these other shows mm -hmm. that we have need, need support right now more than ever so that we get over that hump. Absolutely. Uh, and then, of course, the Spider-Verse. The Spider-Verse. Now, look, it was it was <laughs> it was short-lived from Polly. The comment section. <laughs> <laughs> it was short. He gives me the he's he gives me the rare Lou W. Yeah. And then and then he just takes it right back, Polly. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Let me get you on my side one time, Polly. Let me know when you need me to come on and debate on your show. <laughs> um, so, I, so let's talk Spider Verse. I just recently rebinged the the, the first uh, Spider Verse movie while I was at the gym, um, and I'm excited to to see part two. What uh, the second part? What do you th what are, What are your thoughts, Rosa? Yeah, um, I, I've seen it twice. First time I watched it, I was just blown away by what I had just seen and I have I was just so blown away by the visuals that I didn't pay attention to anything else like the storyline or, or or the voice acting or any of that because the visuals were just I've never seen anything like that in my entire life um and it, it, it certainly set a new blueprint for what um capacity animation can go and, and and where it can get and <laughs> i think uh it's been defined best by uh jorge gutierrez who's the creator of the book of life and and maya and the three when he said i feel bad for any <laughs> um animator who has to follow up <laughs> this oh, film because it's gonna be and himself included of course yeah and i i cannot believe what i had just seen and it, it, it's just the designs the, the the visuals designs that each world each um each uh multiverse and, and and each world has a different design color palette um my personal favorite was the one of gwen uh her world and and, and gwen um stacy she has this pastel looking um color palette with watercolor design and it, it's just again mind-boggling the characters themselves they're just 
otherworldly and I generally have never felt so dumb and illiterate as I did after watching that film because I generally am speechless and I do not have the 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 intelligence to even articulate what the hell I just watched. I love and, it. and that's how good it is. <laughs> uh, I had to watch it again and even then it, it still somehow managed to supersede the first first viewing. Wow. It, it's it's stunning, man. It's it's like masterfully done. Wow. Okay, rendered you speechless. Yes. Damn. Does it uh <laughs> is it the best is it the best Spider-Man movie of all time? Ooh. First Spider-Verse included. Yeah, so is, Spider-verse. just in general. Is it the, is it the best Spider-Man movie of all time? I would say yes. Okay. Yeah, right. that's high praise. And that's it has praise. nothing to do with that, you know, my Oscars in it, Oscar Isaac. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I would say it is. Okay. Definitely, yeah. Uh, Cyrus says Spider-Verse and Zuzum are the two favorite movies I've seen in theaters this year so far. And Latino, I've probably seen it twice. Top three this year, just breathtaking. All right, listen. Amazing. Yeah. Quit while you're ahead. We're going to, I'm going to go watch it Uh, next. Top of uh, my list. Top of my list. It comes out next week, right? Uh, In general review, or is it already out? Uh, Yeah, it just came out last weekend. Uh, Check it out. If you can watch it in Dolby or IMAX, man, do, do that. Uh, okay. It deserves to be seen on the best screen possible. I got some good acid I've been saving, so maybe I'll just, maybe I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, yeah, no, all right. Um, I had a couple of things I wanted to just touch base with you real quick, Rosa, since yeah. we got you here. Uh, there's been a lot of changes, but this actually just happened today, and I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Uh, the Golden Globes have been sold. Um, and uh, the Hollywood foreign press is no more. This story came out in the Times today. Um, after a series of ethics, finance, and diversity scandals, the embattled war chart will continue, but the group that has behind it will not. Um, obviously, as somebody that covers award show, we've had award predictions on the Oscars and stuff. We had you on for that. It's a big part of the of this part of the industry. What were your initial thoughts when this broke today? Um, and did you, did you sort of see it coming, or, or what did you think initially? Um, I saw a few clips here and there. I haven't taken the time to read the article or or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was expected, I guess, um, in a way, because of all the controversy that the association has been experiencing with diversity and all that. Uh, but frankly, I don't think much about it mm-hmm. <laughs> as oddly as it sounds it, the golden globes don't necessarily hold a in my eyes at least um a, a prestigious um it doesn't resemble anything prestigious to me it's just okay. more of a of a yeah this is where a lot of these celebrities come to hang out and it's more of a it was the party one right yeah you got tv and movie people mixed in yeah. together and it, right. and it was it was the one where they were openly drinking and openly yeah. sort of partying and stuff like that so right. it was sort of that right 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 exactly okay okay got yeah. it and another so, note though it, it also set the pace for award season a lot of the people that won the golden globes kind of won the oscar as well so i don't know right well, unless you were bought, uh, bought out and you were forced to vote for somebody, then that's true. You probably... All right, here's the next question, uh, Rosa. I'm gonna put two movie tickets in front of you. You can walk into the movie theater on the left or on the right. In the left, 
Oppenheimer. On the right, <laughs> Barbie. Which yeah. one are you watching first? I'm a big Nolan fan. I have to go with Oppenheimer. All right. Yeah, yeah, me too. You can watch, you know, Barbie's more of a palate cleanser, I think, right? Yeah. Um, and how do you feel about this sort of prestige director? They they sort of made a joke in this on Barry this season. Well, these prestige directors that are doing this like IT sort of IP uh, property movies, like these these big budget. How do you, what are your thoughts on that? Mm, like what? Like Greta Gerwig doing Barbie yeah, and do, like Greta doing Barbie and and you know uh, the uh, the you know uh, the girl that uh, the lady that did the 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 MCU movie and stuff like that. Um, I mean, if, if that's what the directors feel like they want to do, I mean, I have no. Um, get that money, that? right? Get that paycheck. Yeah, get the money. <laughs> get the paycheck. <laughs> but I'm not heavily critical of, oh, yes, I can't have a, I don't know. I don't know what who people think it's a prestigious um <laughs> director uh yeah, everyone guess, yeah. is different but yeah for them to just be boxed in and and just direct a certain type of films or genre of films just because that's what's expected of them um don't necessarily agree with that i've been i think directors should be able to go out there and taste the waters and if they want to direct an mcu let them do it um or they want to do a barbie or or an Oppenheimer or whatever. Why not? Uh, I have, I find no. No, 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 hey, no, no, hey, no, yeah, hey. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and uh, just a couple more things here, Rosa. Uh, what yeah. is it, what is it that you're most excited about for the rest of the year that you haven't already watched? Is it, uh, you know, Dune 2? Is it, is it, is Blue it Beetle? Blue Beetle? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Blue Beetle, hands down, Blue Beetle. All right, yeah. okay. all right. a lot of stuff got pushed back. Uh, there's an article today about all these films oh, yeah, that got I pushed. That. I was uh, gonna say, when Blue Beetle already come out? What, what Blade, was Blade got pushed back. Uh, a couple of other things got pushed back. Oh. Um, there's movies that are coming out in 26 now that were coming out this year, but but right now, mm -hmm. like the next things that are coming out that I think are I'm most excited. I, I don't know, I'm sort of morbidly interested in seeing the Indiana Jones movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and and then kind of see what they do with that and then next year just because of the minion uh kung fu panda four is what i'm was I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about i'm about taking because he's a huge jack black fan uh yeah. he loves kung fu panda so i'm just in, mm -hmm. I, i'm just i'm just excited to go see uh that with him uh and whatnot nice all right there was one other article that had come up oh, actually here this was this is quick because you saw the new wes anderson movie right you saw asteroid city yeah asteroid city yeah i just watched it a couple of days ago and listen i've been uh, i've been riding with wes since bottle rocket since rushmore his first two movies and uh the royal tenenbaums after that for me his aesthetic took over and my thoughts on wes anderson for the for his last like five or six movies has been that they're cute premises, but what saves the movie is the fact that he's so popular that he can get all these amazing actors to come be in his movies. And I think that 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 the the, the cast he can get um, is what saves the films for me, you know, but the aesthetic mm. and the cuteness of it sort of got too much for it. Is this more of the same or 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 how do you feel uh, this compares to the rest of his filmography? Mm -hmm. Well, I've been um, 
I, his recent movies. I, I don't think I've seen the his like, like the first ones that you just mentioned. But anything he's done recently, I'm a big visual person, so I I don't mind sitting down for uh, two hours and seeing um, his aesthetic, the color palette that he utilizes, the framing of of, of these characters, and uh, the delivery of their very stoic and monotone <laughs> delivery of, of, of the dialogue that, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of it he writes. Um, and Asteroid City, it's more of that, uh, more, more of, yes, you have these <laughs> big name actors and, and the visuals kind of similar to his previous films. But there's a lot. Um, this one has his characters are a bit more. I don't want to say dimensional, versatile, because they're 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 kind of similar to the, to previous films. Yeah. But somehow these characters, I don't know. I was engaged in in, in these characters. I was I was invested. Um, and for that alone, I was like, okay, this is a bit different and the overall messages just of um dealing with grief or or just going out there and trauma it's dealing yeah trauma, trauma and, and something as small or um superficial as mm -hmm. just like if you're an actor and and you have to go out there and, and like read a script or something that you don't have to fully understand everything that you're doing to just go out there and do it uh, it it's just has these little nuggets of that I, I liked it um I, I very much enjoyed it and it was it was i want to see it again um it's one of those movies that i'm definitely going to be checking out again i think it has a limited release this upcoming weekend if I'm yeah weekend. well um my favorite Wes Anderson movie is Rushmore with um, and Bill Murray's in it. That was his second mm -hmm. movie. And then Bottle Racket was his first film with the Wilson brothers. And those films are nothing like his, his, his sort of, they were like pre pre Wes Anderson aesthetic. The re the reason I had brought this up is that because of the TikToks, because his, <laughs> his aesthetic has become such a meme. And this is my least favorite trend on TikTok. Uh, is people that are like sort of repurposing their life as Wes Anderson movies because mm. because <laughs> because just because and and uh, and <laughs> so it, it's just this so it, this is the part I love I love he I love some of the dialogue he does I love the themes I love his cast yeah but but when he became when he had like all the power to do whatever he wants and he just keeps doing these little all these things if you watch if you watch rushmore and you watch bottle racket you you'll you'll still see the the wes anderson storytelling and characters mm -hmm. without the aesthetic is just as powerful and then he did uh you know the the royal tenenbaums which was the first time he sort of used that and then he just he's like fuck it i love this i'm just gonna keep it going so mm -hmm. i will see it uh i don't know if it'll be a hate watch or a love watch yet but um <laughs> These memes, man, they ruin everything. They ruin everything. You know what? Something about his films, though, that, yeah, I can understand how people can poke fun of it and, and, and so on, but it's different. Um, and after going out there to watch all these comic book movies and going out there and watch, like, all these Spielberg films or Scorsese, it, it's, in a way, oddly, I guess, in my eyes, just refreshing to see something different. 
Um, some this is something that whose like vision is just so detail oriented that I don't mind <laughs> sitting through that. Maybe it's because it's, it's my cup of tea, and, mm-hmm. and and I like seeing different things. I don't know. Some people will consider artsy or, or art house um, yeah. kind of filmmaking. I I personally love it. So. Yeah. Rose is all about the visuals. All right, I got you. Yeah, I, got you. I don't I mind it. I'm always you. fascinated by it. Like I would be know. interested if you do get a chance to catch up on his whole filmography, how we would how we would differently rate all of his movies. I think that would be interesting for a future episode. If you ever if if, if you ever do some more research on him or or get the chance to watch his first few Homework movies and then a bracket. Uh, I'd love I'd love I'd love to see no more of a ranking. All right, okay. all right. I wanted I had one other thing here that I had pulled up for for Rosa. Uh, before we let it go she can catch her on twitter at rosa reviews on instagram she's also a rotten tomato approved critic you can also watch mm-hmm. her either on the daily cella uh some of her reviews are there where else can people find you rosa yeah i i mostly write for the daily cella i do some reviews for idol which is in their own league and yeah those are the two prominent um sites where i'm writing a lot of my work and you can catch mm-hmm. her as the official third leg of the Lucia Mijente show. She is, Yay. A, she's officially gente. <laughs> she's officially. <laughs> she's part of the gente. So, uh, and the, you can get the Daily Chela app and you can, uh, you can, there's a lot of cool stuff happening. Hold on. Hold on. Why did no one tell me there was an app? There's an app? There's an app for that, Sophia. There's Daily Chela app? Yeah, yeah, we gotta get on that. Anytime, anytime Rosa puts something out, you can get a notification like I um, do. Yes. Wow. All right. Uh, there was this other interesting article that I saw, uh, which was something that I've been saving uh, for Rosa, which is um, Rosa is a, I mean, we're, I honestly like the fast, the fast movies are, it, it's just eye candy at this point. It turned into like a car race. It was a car racing movie that suddenly turned into like the Avengers. Um, and they've gone to space. They're doing everything. They defy the laws of physics. One of the things that also defies the physics is uh, Dominic Toretto's uh, ethnicity. <laughs> what? So the question here is how Latino is Dominic Toretto and does it really matter? This is an article uh, on Polygon a little while ago. Um, and it was basically talking about just how many, how they've sort of retconned and changed uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. as it pleases them dominic toretto oh, which was Rita Moreno was his mom yeah his exactly grandmother. i'm so behind i'm so behind. yeah and then dominic toretto for the first few minutes was was clearly coded as like a, a vin diesel italian sort of person right yeah. um and then all of a sudden they were in brazil and he had family in brazil and they were in cuba and he had family in cuba and then mm. the last movie where they had john cena playing his brother um they, they retconned him and showed him as like this like very cholo looking young kid. They made him like super Mexican in that movie. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. They, they retconned him like, so the question is, what do you think? <laughs> Does it matter that, that he's the Dominican, the Dominican Republic part of it was happening. Dominican. I like that. That's great. Oh no. Listen, I'm going to share this article in the comments. This is important. That want to watch it, but this was really awesome. They had Rita Moreto playing his mom, his grandma, like uh, John Cena, somehow his white brother. I I thought they would just stop at Brazilian. Why do they keep going? 
<laughs> his kid, even though um, uh, Miguel, um, sorry, Michelle Rodriguez is is very sort of like Latin, like yeah. she's more paler, right? Their kid is like super Latino looking, right? So, um, what are your thoughts on this and, and the evolution of his ethnicity, uh, Rosa? Mm-hmm. Well, the kid is not uh, Michelle's kid. It's, it's oh, it's from the the, the Brazilian cop. Oh, okay, it's his previous kids, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. The 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 real life wife of Chris Hemsworth. Yes, Chris Hemsworth's wife. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, and I guess somehow they that kick popped out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because it it's it just speaks to the the absurdity of the franchise in, in yeah. general. Um, because it, it, in the first movie, it's just him, his sister, and then just uh, the his group of friends, and and mm. they're just rubbing like uh, robbing what do you call it? Like they they go this after these big trailers and rob whatever they're carrying and such. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, yeah, we we go to this, and Rita Moreno is his. Yeah, I think it it's, it's just, flying. From yeah, it's yeah. So absurd. Is it isn't it like the most Hollywood like way of like like it's almost like a like a like a kick in the face really which is like look he's latino ish there's yeah. a, you know like it's like it's like literally like like almost um uh what do i call it? like um the thing that i say about alien it's it's literally almost an allegory about how hollywood treats latinos right yeah because it's yeah. almost like yeah, he's yeah. He was yeah. He was in L.A. where ninety percent of people are Mexican, Latino yeah. Mexican. But <laughs> but when he was in Cuba, he had a cousin down there. You remember that with the Cuban cousin, and then in Dominican, yeah. and then when he was in Brazil, and he had a whole family over there. Which which is so weird because th- again, this was a movie that started with just street car racing, right. street car racing in L.A. There did not need to be any racial anythings. Right. And his sister, the, the the actress who plays his sister, Mia. Could she's be, Brazilian, I think, in real life, right? Right. I but think so. Very, yeah. The actress she's, is she's actually very white passing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe they were like, "Oh, the actress is Brazilian. We can do that." Anyway, I just thought it was yeah. super interesting that <laughs> I don't know whether we need to put him up there with like Latino film icons or not. These films, yeah. man. Oh man, they just became. I don't know what they became. It's good. Good times. Good times. It's just absurd. Like absurd. Just, absurd is the word. The, the, the film did so poorly. Um, um such a report at the box office that it's already on on demand. Like you can go really? and watch. Yeah, it's oh, wow. already on yeah, on, on demand. So you can go just rent it and just watch it at, at home, even though it came out like last month or something. <laughs> did you ever like these movies? And at what and if so, at what point did you check out? Yeah, I like the first one. Um, yeah. The first one came out. I don't know. I think like I was late teens, early teens. I don't remember. Um, Probably like I, I re- mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that one. I liked the first one. The second one was okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then I think that's where I checked out. And <laughs> okay. all of a sudden, I got watched- early. All right. <laughs> I watched Fast Five because I was riding the wave of Dwayne the Rock oh, Johnson, no. and I was like, "Ooh, this is very interesting." I, I really yeah. enjoy the uh, Fast Five. It's it's still my favorite Fast um, Oh, really? Fast film. Okay. Oh, yes, it's really All good. Right. It's so it's still absurd <laughs> in, in every absurd, sense yeah. of the word. Uh, but yeah, that's the one that takes place in in Brazil. Brazil. Um, mm-hmm. And then yeah, for that to be connected with this one fast x and 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 all that i guess they're trying to to capitalize on the fact that yeah fast five is their best fast and furious movie so they're trying to go back there and um make Mm -hmm. it 
somehow continue that specific story. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I wasn't never really a big fan of, of the franchise. Like I wasn't there on opening right. um, weekend or anything yeah. like that. If I get a chance to see it, I'm going to watch it. If not, then I won't cry myself to sleep. Cool. There's there's one person that I that that I that I've watched these movies with in theaters with and and it was just like just because it was something just to go smoke and just go watch and that wasn't really like and it was always because uh it was like during traffic and it was like should we spend an hour and a half in traffic or should we just go into this movie theater and watch this mm-hmm. and so but they've defied the laws of gravity so long my favorite was when they were. They they were on this giant airplane and they had a drive through the airplane and they were on this. Oh yeah, runway. they were on this this runway. Terrible CGI. Desolate. That but the <laughs> the runway was literally endless. Like, yeah, it's like this plane's about to take off for the next twelve minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, uh, well Rosa, thanks for stopping by again. It's been way too long. We look forward to having you on yes. uh, uh, more episodes yes. moving forward throughout the summer, so we can sort of. Check in on what's happening. Go follow Rosa. Go check her out. She's mm-hmm. part of the team. So, Rosa, thank you very much. Love for it, Rosa. By. Thank you for being here. No, thank you guys for bringing me back on. It was Always. a pleasure talking to you guys. And yeah, I missed you all. So, oh, yay. Love it. All right. We'll see, you. we'll see you next week, Rosa. Thanks for all stopping. Alrighty. Bye. 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 Oh, oh Rosa. Rosa. She is yes. kicking ass, isn't she? I saw yeah. those pictures. I was like, "Ooh, I know her." Yeah, she's hosting. She's doing. She's doing a <laughs> thing. She's my doing friend. Big things. She's doing big things. All right. Uh, okay, let's wrap things up. I just uh, yeah. trying to confirm that we don't have any more guests coming by. What I was gonna say, we don't have no Nama's ways, right? No, we haven't even promoted that. Recently. We haven't promoted. We'll do it next week. Next week. We keep pushing it. Back. Oh. I do have a question if anybody's in the chat that we sort of put off from last week. This was a topic that I was going to bring up. But uh, for the guys and girls in the chat, this was from Ask Reddit. Uh, what's the best pickup line you ever heard? Ooh. What's the best pickup line you've ever heard? Or what's the best pickup line that maybe ever worked on you? Hmm. Or something like that, you know? I always, that's a good question. I always blank with pickup line questions because I don't, not a huge pickup line person to hmm. use or to have used. On. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Hmm. But I'm assuming, what's, what about well, you? What, what's you the worst pickup line that, that somebody's ever tried to use on you? Do you remember that? Is there one that sticks out in your head? Uh, you've been running through my mind all day. Definitely was used at some point in my life. Ooh. I know it's, it was, it was, it was rough, but the thing is like, I don't think pickup lines are an actual thing. At least like guys just go up to you and they're like, can I buy a drink? Hey, what's mm-hmm. your name? What would you do? And yeah. It's like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, who, who uses pickup lines actually? Um, I'm not immune though. I, I like a witty pickup line. So I use think them, that- people I'm single, please use them. I had a uh, I had an act of brilliance once and, and it was never duplicated again. But uh, I was at a uh, I was at a this was early I think probably mid to late nineties okay. uh, when um, Barnes and Nobles started to become a thing and people were like they would grab a book and grab a coffee at Barnes and Nobles and stuff mm-hmm. and I was in Barnes and Nobles looking through some books and there was a cute ass chick that was like a few hours back and we sort of kept like seeing each other yeah. around the thing, you know, oh. and then we were both, and then I was like, oh, I was going to time Thank it because I figured she was going to go to the, to get coffee and stuff. And I timed it 
And I was like, fuck, what am I going to say? 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 So I got up to her and she was just like right in front of me and she was waiting for me to say something. I was like, uh, can we just pretend I just said something really brilliant and you just wanted to sit down and talk to me? And she was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, those are nice little, but that's not like a pickup line. That's just like a nice little banter moment. So it's like yeah. a little, that's a little, I said something so brilliant that you just wanted to have a cup of coffee with me. And she was like, yeah, okay. Aww, yeah, it's, you yeah. look cool. Yeah, see, that's cool. what works. It's just like a little witty, little something. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Improv. That was because improv. I've been going to a lot of improv there. There you go. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Someone looked at me up and down at a bar and said, you look like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> like it. <laughs> you should have been like, which one? <laughs> Why? Follow-ups. This require, uh, <laughs> requires follow-ups. So you look like a you look, you look like, like a superhero. You look like a superhero. I'm gonna use All that. right. Uh yeah, I'll so if anybody back. has another one, put it down. Uh let's see. I use it this weekend. I'll report back. All right, I'm gonna say I'm as I crush through some of these tabs and push them on to our next episode. Crushing tabs. Uh reminder, fuck all homo. Fuck all homophobes this month. I hope you guys are having Oh money. yeah. <laughs> Wait, I love this one. Oh my god. Yeah. So because if you actually put hashtag Pride Month on like Instagram or something, like this is pops up because they they um they spammed they it spammed so it. hard. They yeah, just thought it was yeah. so smart. Yeah. And then like go to the next one. Always oh, Pride Month, Demon, Bible. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Pride Emo. Month Emo. <laughs> Crucifixion Rue. Rue. Wow. Tucker Arson. 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 Whoa. Less. Lesbian, uh, I think. God. Go go, go, go dance. <laughs> wow. Was God a go go dancer? Was he? Mm. All right. Uh, in the you're not helping category this week. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, we're trying to be allies here, but uh, trans influencer banned for White House because they showed their boobs during uh, a White House event. Look, oh. the the right's going to try to use every single every single. This is why they get freaked out about like the one story from a newspaper in Idaho about trans athletes or something because they have to search so much to, for stuff that fits their narrative. Yeah, and and their groomer pedophile narrative and the flag being demonic and stuff like that is obviously bullshit, and it'll stop meaning anything because the same way soy boy stopped meaning and cuck and uh, you know um, woke because they 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 take a yeah. term they find the they find the new term that they want to push, and then they just beat it to death. They just throw it at everything that doesn't make that does that they don't like, right? Yeah, and then it's like meaningless. <laughs> Yeah, but you're not helping when there's having they're having an inclusivity and trans event at the White House, and you're and you're taking your your tits out. Ah, oh, no, you're not. Wait. You're not. You're not helping. Wait, I don't get. I don't get how, what was this supposed to be? Activism? I'm not. I'm not entirely understanding here. Uh, yeah, she she just flashed her breast at President at the at the Pride party. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Trans influencer decides, fuck it, let suns out, buns out, out. <laughs> tits out. Yeah. Uh, and basically, the White House had to like uninvite her to future events. Uh, you know, like, listen, they got a pride flag up at the White House. Come on. Yeah. Well, this seems more like a debauchery 
pride stuff. Oh, and yeah. it's a, you know, it's a spectrum. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. All right, it's a spectrum, and we respect it. And and I and that was kind of the the point of pride events in the past and pride parades in New York in the past was to sort of normalize stuff like that and shock people to a sense so that the other shit is normal, right? But you're not helping. Not you're not helping <laughs> the cause. Not, not at that moment. Everything else yeah. there was fine. Go to Mardi Gras. Uh, go to Mardi. Go to yes. That yeah. was Mardi Gras behavior. It's Mardi Gras behavior. Wrong Mardi parade. Gras. Wrong. Wrong parade. All right. And uh, I was going to. I guess she's unavailable today. But I wanted to do a shout out to one of Hello. our <clears throat> uh, constant uh, friends of the yes. show, personal friends. Uh, and she's having an event, Chicana Lily Studios Allies and Artisans Mercado, this June 17th and 18th um, yeah. at the Mission Valley Mall next to Daniel's Jewelry from 11 to 5 p.m. Um, there is all types of art that is um, made by both LGBTQ artists and ally artists that is LGBTQ themed for Pride. So both Saturday and Sunday this coming week, um, if you're out and about 11 to 5 p.m. at the Mission Valley Mall, there's going to be tons of booths with different types of artists. There's going to be music, free rainbow face paintings, uh, live paintings, uh, Latino music. Uh, so please show up. And I'm pretty sure that the Melody also has a couple of spots uh, there. So look up Chicana Lily Studios, Allies and Artisans, Mercado, June 17th and 18th come out and support this weekend for pride. Very appropriate event. Oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We love mellow. We love mellow. And, uh, we were going to try to have her on, but she's running around the city with this show that she's putting on. So unfortunately she could not make it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Let's wrap things up here. Sophia. Yeah, let's do it. Moving right along. Moving right along. All right. This was an interesting story that I saw a few weeks back. Oh, let's, let's get it out of the way here. Um, a journalist made fun of a guy for proposing to his girlfriend at a KFC. Hmm. So this happens, you know, there's the whole, you know, there's a guy with the, the, the roses and the little Caesars pizza. And they're like, ha ha, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, he's, he's bringing a fucking pizza home. What's the big deal? Yeah. Or, you know, you, God forbid you propose at McDonald's, you know, or at KFC. Um, and this was in South Africa. So uh, SA men are so broke, they even propose at KFC. They have absolutely no class. I mean, who proposes at KFC? Um, so KFC South Africa. Fuck you. Um, so basically the internet, as is up to do, reacts. But then there's the, the internet does good things before, right? Um, so, um, hey, Mazani's uh, <gasps> favorite couple, your honeymoon is on us. Kalua holidays are giving you a Cape Town five nights accommodations. Shut the fuck up. <gasps> hey, uh, Audi of South Africa, these honeymoon destinations look far. Someone needs to drive them there. We got you. Uh, so they got a free rental. Guys, this is the sweetest story ever. Please DM me. My jewelry company would donate with these two beautiful rings worth, uh, et cetera, rose gold with diamonds. Oh, uh, yay for KFC, just like your chicken and our Coke or the Pepper Pair, we're all for bringing you the soft drinks for the wedding on our us. Oh, uh, we at Rancosa will take away their data worries, unlimited data for one year. So then, you know, a bunch of obviously it starts off good and the company see it as an opportunity, but yeah, still, and then they hop on, but yeah, but still, don't don't shame people. Uh, these guys got a 42 inch TV, they got some wedding pressments, Puma, 
jumped in. And, Hell uh, yeah! Look at the couple. Okay. There's a happy couple there. So. Are so there's oh god, there's so many haters in the world. Like, just don't waste your energy. Yeah. Truly, if you have a fucking nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like, chill. Yeah. Although in this case, I guess it worked out, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of like the the one that resonates is the the fat guy dance party remember from back in the days where the guys try to shame this like this unit try to dance before we started laughing at them and then Mm -hmm. you know they were all the people they had the giant dance party for them and stuff yeah so that's like the 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 peak of that we love when it works out we love when it works out all right uh would you would you ever propose to anyone in a kfc or at a fast food chain no okay well, damn, that didn't work out, did it? <laughs> That's just my personal. I'm just a little bit more creative than that. I'm sorry. That's true. <laughs> and listen, I mean, there's also like there's no wrong way of doing it. I think every couple is very different. So like, if you have like a, a little a little cutesy inside joke, KFC, you know, whatever. Maybe they yeah. met there, whatever. And then they're like, maybe they love chicken. And then she he put the ring in the chicken. And then imagine like, oh, it could be cute. Okay, don't listen, shame people. Yeah. If your first date was at a KFC. <laughs> Oh, or not right. maybe first date, but maybe you met cute there or something like that. Yeah, like it's an inside joke. Who cares, you guys? It's so cute. Love is cute, okay? Love, for yeah, them. love, love is love, man. We're not gonna kink shame anybody here. No, absolutely. Uh, let's see. This one, uh, I don't think we should watch this. This one's got too many. Uh, I'll play it, but I'll mute it because you'll still get the same idea, right? Okay. This was a drunk white girl in Philadelphia, I believe. Okay. And she's literally like screaming oh, wow. out. She's re- literally screaming out the N word at everybody. Oh, no. Didn't we see something? Oh, hell yeah. That's right, bitch. Like she's she crying now. She's like, oh. she's crying and saying the N word out loud. And then she like, she throws her phone, right? Okay. And then later on, she's getting mad at people because she can't have, she doesn't know where her phone is. And she's just like attacking people. Oh, okay. Jesus, this is embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, this is embarrassing. I mean, I feel bad in the sense that, like, she's clearly wasted. Yeah. But people just, like, be better. (laughs) She's literally. Why is she just attacking everyone? I I would have taken her purse and made her day a little worse. Yeah, I think somebody actually did take her purse. Oh, good. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would just grab it and then be like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> yeah, like she's basically asking for it. You're asking point. to get literally assaulted, dude. Like, yeah, he's like, you know what I'm doing? I'm filming this. <laughs> Look, and she's. You can, you can tell that she's screaming the word out loud she's in the middle leading, of Philadelphia, screaming the n word. Yeah, oh my dude, this god! Is, this is like a new level of. This is this is like there's levels to this white girl wasted apparently, and she is she is passing. She is creating. She's creating new levels. That reminded me of that one video that we watched about the white girl at the college that like was also like just screaming racist stuff at like one of the dorm people. I don't know, but oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, no, I think I, I was. I, I think maybe I have the wrong thread, but there was one where, like, yeah, they found her like in two seconds. Like, yeah, of course. Here's her Instagram. Here's her, here's all her stuff. 
Oh man, I, I'm so tempted to go see her Instagram right now. So, hey, that rent. I'm gonna take it in her purse and made her. Do- <laughs> I'm a poet. I'm a poet, guys. Thank she's you. A, she's a poet. She's a poet. Uh, all right, and then uh, I wanted to show you guys a picture real quick before we end our stream for tonight. I love that. All right, so how are we getting this, existential here? Yeah, this is my let me let me. Let All me right, let me right. <clears throat> this is a picture of Earth, that mm-hmm. little tiny white dot. This is called Pale Blue Dot. Is a photo of Earth that was taken by Voyager One in 1990 from a distance about six billion kilometers um, as it was leaving our solar system. This is what Carl Sagan said about the photo. Uh, look again at that dot. That's here, that's home, that's us, on it. Everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you've ever heard of, every human being, whoever was, lived out their lives, the aggregate of our joy and suffering, thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines, every hunter or forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilizations, every king and peasant, every young couple and love, every mother and father, hopeful child, inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, superstar, every supreme leader, Every saint and sinner in the history of our species live there in one mode of dust suspended in a sunbeam. So mm. again, just nothing a little matters. nothing matters. Like I said, look, listen, why do we fight? Why do we have these fucking stupid ass conversations about shit? Why do we why don't we just all eat together, make food for each other, have giant orgies and have fun when we could you we're know. all on the same fucking planet? Instead, we created an economy, a money system barter all these horrible horrible shit when we are literally a speck of dust floating through space floating through space in an infinite amount of possibilities (laughs) (laughs) we are just we're nothing in the and then we only have this very brief moment in time to enjoy each other so love each other make some art try better have sex, have fun with each other, enjoy, don't worry, embrace awkward moments in your life. Just just live and enjoy and, yourselves. And don't be that drunk white girl yelling and, the N-word on the don't, street. And don't go to Philadelphia, get drunk, and you can tell she's got <laughs> no friends and do that. So, uh, And then cherish the planet that we have, man. Take care exactly. of it. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah you know, Simple. You know, Simple, people, really. Everybody, if everybody just ate mushrooms together one day, and the, we'd wake up and the world would be a different place. We should do mushrooms. We should. We should do a mushroom stream. I was on shrooms on our weed stream. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Anyway. All right. Well, there is that, guys. So <laughs> we did it. We did it. Trump indictment, Pride Month miracle, Rosa's reviews, talking about movies. Go watch uh mm-hmm. go watch uh Flaming Hot. Go watch Primo. Um, yeah. there's a lot of other recommendations. Go donate to animal organizations uh, that we mentioned. Look out for Chicana Lili Studios uh, event this coming weekend if you're in San Diego. And make sure that you guys are following us at Mijenta Show on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. And search for Mijenta Show wherever you get your podcast to help support the stream and the show. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. And, Thanks uh, for tuning in, everybody. Polly, all the people that tuned in early, late, the lurkers, everybody else, we love you. Thank love you, you for listening, and we'll see you. We'll try better next time. Peace. Hasta luego.
Parece que me 